Hey, today's motivational quote comes from an unknown individual, but it's very powerful and very deep. It says, there's no need to rush. What's meant for you always arrives right on time. I'm going to say this one more time. There's no need to rush. What's meant for you always arrives right on time. You know, during my time as an English teacher, I've met thousands upon thousands of students. And many of those students, maybe like you, have been in a rush at times. They've had exams that required them to speak English fluently or required them to have a good grasp of the English language. They've had classes that they wanted to take and they needed the English language. And there always seemed to be this timeline that they were working against. This timeline that seemed to force them to rush their English studies. But I would always tell my students, don't forget to enjoy the process. When you rush, you miss out on so many things. And just like the quote says, there's no need to rush because what's meant for you will always arrive right on time. So I want you to remember this as you're studying English. Whenever you feel anxious, whenever you feel frustrated and you feel like you're not learning fast enough, relax, take a step back. Realize how much you have learned and also remember that what's meant for you will arrive right on time. So again, there's no need to rush. What's meant for you always arrives right on time. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn some very useful English vocabulary words and expressions. These words and expressions are engaging, bibliophile, a page turner, and bookworm. So after this episode, you will be able to speak more fluently in English like a native English speaker using these words and expressions. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is my daily English lessons membership. You see, I know that sometimes it's hard for you to know what to study. You don't know what will help you speak English fluently like a native English speaker. So you search the internet, you search YouTube, you buy multiple books, Don't worry about any of that anymore. I've created a daily English lessons membership that gives you an English lesson every single day. 
I've organized it all. So if you want to join so many other students from around the world and be a part of our family, all you have to do is go to letsjumprightin.com. Once again, www.letsjumprightin.com. Join our family and start studying using my daily English lessons. All right, now let's really jump right into this episode. All right, so our first vocabulary word for this episode is engaging. One more time after me, engaging. Excellent. Now the word engaging just means tending to draw favorable attention or interest. So this word honestly refers to think about when you're sitting down listening to someone and you are completely focused, whatever they're saying, maybe like this episode right now of the podcast, you are focused, you understand, you're entertained, and you really enjoy what you're listening to or what you're watching. That's an engaging either event or episode or video. Now, I want to tell you a real quick story about something that happened to me, an engaging movie that I saw with some of my friends. Now, I'll be honest with you. I am an early bird, which means that I go to sleep very early. Now, my my friends, all of my friends know this about me. When it hits 8 o'clock or 8.30 at night, I'm already starting to wind down. I get very sleepy at night. So one evening, it was a Saturday evening, and two of my friends and I, we were sitting in my apartment and we were talking. And they were like, hey, let's watch a movie. Now, it was already 9.30. It was a Saturday night, but it was already 9.30, so it was well past my bedtime. But my friend said, hey, Tiff, trust me. You are really going to enjoy this movie. It will keep your attention. It will keep you awake. So I trusted my friend, but I told her, you know me, I fall asleep. Even if a movie is good, I will fall asleep. She said, no, no, no. Trust me, Tiff. This movie is different. Now I'm going to tell you the name of the movie and maybe you've actually seen it. The name of the movie is Three Idiots. So when she told me the name of the movie, I immediately lost interest. I said, you're telling me that a movie called Three Idiots is going to keep my attention? She said, Tiff, trust me, girl. I said, okay. And for the next three hours, you heard me right. I was wide awake and fully engaged. Three Idiots is a movie that was, I think Bollywood made in India. Amazing. Amazing. Honestly, one of the best movies I've ever seen. It had excitement. It had romance. It had suspense. So many things in this one movie. Three idiots. So this engaging movie kept me awake well past my bedtime. It kept my interest. It was very engaging and I loved the movie. You see what I'm saying, right? So that's how you can use the word engaging, something that keeps your interests or draws favorable attention. All right, so let's hear some example sentences using this vocabulary word. Sentence number one, Edward's conversation was engaging and kept my attention. Sentence number two, 
the girl had an enchanting and engaging smile. And sentence number three, the movie was not engaging. I fell asleep after 10 minutes. All right, great. Now, one more time after me for pronunciation practice. Here we go. Engaging. Excellent. All right, now our next vocabulary word for today is bibliophile. One more time after me. Bibliophile. Excellent. Now I want to remind you all of the notes that include the words, the example sentences, and their definitions, including the expressions can be found on the page for this episode. So if you're listening to it, you'll see it in the description, but if you want to go to my website, go to the podcast section and you'll see all of the notes there. So all of the sentences that I'm saying, you can see them and rehearse them and practice them. All right. So bibliophile, a bibliophile is a person who loves books. They really enjoy reading books. So I want to tell you about my sister because my sister is actually a bibliophile. You see, when I was growing up, my sister and I were five years apart. She's older than me. You know, parents have to discipline children. So they have different methods of, um, I guess, disciplinary methods. So when I would get in trouble when I was younger, my parents would tell me that I could not watch TV and I couldn't go outside to play with my friends. Those are the two methods they used with me. However, those two methods did not work for my sister because my sister was about 15 or 16. She didn't go outside anymore with her friends. She mainly talked on the phone and she wasn't really interested in TV. Instead, my sister loved reading books. I still have uh, memories etched in my brain from literally 20 and 25 years ago of my sister laying on my parents' bed when they were at work and reading for hours upon hours upon hours. She was truly a bibliophile. And even now, she's busy, of course, with work and her family, but when she has an opportunity, she reads books. My sister is really a bibliophile. And now my nieces are as well. They enjoy reading. So again, a bibliophile is someone who loves reading books. And I said my sister is a perfect example. Now let me give you some example sentences that use this word bibliophile in them. Here we go. Sentence number one. She was a bibliophile and had over 1,000 books in her home. Sentence number two, Frank was not a bibliophile and had no interest in reading books. And sentence number three, the library is a bibliophile's favorite place to be. All right, great. So one more time after me, bibliophile. Excellent. All right. Now really quickly, I want to go over both words one more time. So the first word again was engaging. Excellent. And the second word bibliophile. Great job. All right. Now let's move over and continue with our English expressions for today. 
The first English expression we have for today is a page turner. One more time after me, a page turner. Excellent. All right. Now a page turner just refers to a very good book or story. Now I'm sure you've read many books and I'm sure you can remember maybe the best book you've ever read. That book had an amazing storyline and it kept your attention because it was a very engaging book. You see the connection right to the vocabulary word? Well, I want to tell you about my favorite book. This book is definitely a page turner. So when I was in college, it was my sophomore year. I was about maybe 18 or 19. My roommate, I'll give her a shout out, Shantae. She's listening. Hey girl. So my roommate told myself and one of my friends told me and one of my friends about this book called redeeming love. And I've mentioned this book. If you've been following me for a while, I mentioned this book in one of my YouTube videos. And I would say, Hey, if you want a good English book, this book is great. It again, the title redeeming love. So anyways, Shantae said, Tiff, I have a book that you need to definitely read. And I said, okay, what's the name of the book? She said, the name of the book is redeeming love. I said, oh, okay. She said, it's a modern day interpretation of the story of Hosea and Gomer from the Bible. I said, okay, now just to give you a sneak peek, Hosea was a good guy, but Gomer, she was not the best wife. She unfortunately wouldn't stay with her husband at times. She'd go with other men. So the story is already very intriguing. Like, man, why did he still love her? Even though she treated him so bad. So she said, this book is really good. So we said, okay, you know, we'll read it. So she got the book and it was a, was it Friday? No, it was a Friday, Friday. She got the book. So I started reading a little bit of it and I could tell immediately that it was a page turner. I could not put it down. So what we decided to do was the next day on Saturday, we had to go to church. So we went to church and when we came back from church that afternoon, we had lunch, took a nap. And in the evening, she said, Tiff, I want to read you all this book. I said, okay, all right. She really wanted to read it to us. She read the book throughout the night. We went to bed maybe about 4 a.m., woke up the next day and continued reading the book. And we finished that book in one weekend. That's how good the book was. It was truly a page turner. So many things in that book really kept our attention and drew us the storylines, the characters. So again, if you want a page turner, you want a book that will hold your attention and engaging story. You definitely have to check out redeeming love by Francine rivers. So you see, I just told you about one of my favorite books because it's a page turner. All right. A very good book. So here we go. Let's check out some sentences that use this expression. First we have, I love the novel by Stephen King. It is a real page turner. Sentence number two, Dan struggled to finish the book because it wasn't a page turner and the storyline was slow. And sentence number three, Keenan wrote a book recently and although long, it is a complete 
Page Turner. All right, good. So one more time after me. Here we go. A Page Turner. Excellent. All right, now our next expression, all right? It seems to be a combination of two words. It's an expression we use. So our next word and expression is bookworm. One more time, bookworm. All right, so this is a combination of the word book and worm. Now, why do we say bookworm? It actually refers to a person who loves to read. Now, a few moments ago, we learned a different vocabulary word that has the same meaning. Do you remember what that word was? Hey, nice. You got it. Bibliophile. All right. So a bookworm is also a person who loves to read. So I want to tell you about a bookworm that I know. Now, I follow this gentleman on YouTube. His name is Ali Abdal. So if you're into business or organization um, or being productive, you should check out his YouTube channel. He's really amazing. Ali Abdal. So I've been following this YouTuber for quite a while, several months, probably going on a year. Because of his tips and his productivity ideas and his, his videos are very well done. But throughout his videos, he lets you know that he loves reading. He reads tons and tons of books. And I remember one video that he did specifically where he said that every night before he goes to bed, he, of course, takes a shower, brushes his teeth, washes his face gets in the bed and he takes out his Kindle, Kindle being an ebook reader. And he said every night before going to sleep, he reads something on his Kindle. And when I saw that video, I realized how important reading is to this man. And that's exactly why his videos are so engaging. He gives so much information and that's because he's putting a lot of information in because he's reading so many books. So Ali Abdal is truly a bookworm. Maybe you're a bookworm too. I'd be interested to know about that. So you see, right? I told you about Ali Abdal. I follow him on YouTube, but he really loves reading. All right. So let's listen to some sentences using this word slash expression. Here we go. Sentence one. Susan is such a bookworm. She reads a new book each week. Sentence two, he always had his nose in a book because he was a bookworm. And sentence number three, as a self-proclaimed bookworm, I enjoy science fiction books most of all. All right, so one more time after me. Here we go. Bookworm. Excellent. All right. So now again, we've had two vocabulary words, engaging, bibliophile, and we've had two expressions, a page turner and bookworm. All right. Now I think you may know what time it is. 
We've done two vocabulary words and two expressions. Oh, 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 oh. It's story time. Come on, come on. It's story time. Come on, come on. Move your shoulders with me. Move your shoulders with me. Hey. Hey, it's story time. Come on. Uh, It's story time. Come on. (laughs) Yes, it is story time. Now, you all know what happens during story time. I take the vocabulary words and the expressions and I make a creative story to help you understand even more how to use the words and expressions in real English conversations. So again, we have engaging, bibliophile, a page turner, and bookworm. So let's get in to our story for today. You know, there was a man and his name was Mark. Mark was a great guy. Mark was known by everyone to be an eloquent speaker. When Mark would get on the stage, wherever he was, when he had to give presentations at his job, when he had to lead out meetings, everyone would stop and focus on Mark. He had a way with people. He was able to use words and to use stories to keep everyone's attention. Mark was an engaging speaker and everyone loved Mark. It wasn't just about his speeches. He was a great person too. But one day, one of Mark's friends, she came up to him. Her name was Barbara. Barbara said, Mark, I just don't get it. He said, what do you mean? She said, Mark, how are you able to keep everyone's attention? No matter what the topic is that you talk about, you're always able to give us good information and you always give such engaging presentations. Mark, what's your secret? And Mark chuckled a bit because he could tell that his friend Barbara really wanted to know what his secret was. And he said, Barbara, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. When I was in college, I was a horrible speaker. Every time I stood in front of people, I would get stage fright. My knees would start shaking. I start to sweat. My hands would start getting sweaty and I wouldn't know what to say. She said, wait a minute, Mark. I cannot even imagine you being nervous. He said, I know, Barbara. I know it's shocking. He said, but in my senior year of college, I realized that I had to overcome my fear. So I did lots of research and I realized that reading books about public speaking and reading books that teach you how to be a better presenter helps an individual actually improve. So he said, Barbara, in my senior year, I decided to read one book a week about being a public speaker. He said, I went from reading no books to reading a book every single week to the point that people that met me after graduation said, yo, this is my friend, Mark. He's a bibliophile. He reads all the time. And Barbara laughed. She said, wow, Mark, you do still read a lot right now. He said, yes, Barbara. And the books that I have been reading And the books that I will continue to read, those books have helped me become an excellent speaker. He said, you know what, Barbara, you can do the same thing. 
She said, well, Mark, do you have any books that you would recommend to me so that I can be a good speaker like you? He said, you know what, Barbara, I've read many books, but I, there's one book that's really a page turner. He said, Barbara, there's this book called the seven habits of highly effective people. And she said, wait a minute, Mark, but that's not really about public speaking. He said, oh, but it is Barbara. And he proceeded to explain why this book was such a page turner and how it helped him. And Barbara said, you know what, Mark, you're amazing. Thank you so much for your help. I'm going to get that book and I'm also going to start reading more so that I can become a better speaker and give engaging speeches. He said, good. I'm glad to hear that, Barbara. And they separated and went back to their, their jobs, their office, their offices. And a few months went by and one day Mark was walking by Barbara's office and he noticed that she had a book on her desk and she was really looking hard at the book. He didn't say anything though. He didn't want to interrupt her. Then the next day he walked by and again, she had a book on her desk. He did it the next day. And he noticed that Barbara was always reading during her breaks. So he stepped into our office and said, Hey Barbara, I, I noticed that you've been reading a lot. She looked up at him. She said, Mark, yeah. It's because of you that now <laughs> I'm a bookworm too. I love reading. And I also finally lost my fear of speaking in public. And I've become a more engaging speaker. Mark was so happy. They both hugged each other and she continued growing because she continued reading. So you had Mark, the bibliophile and Barbara, the bookworm. All right. How'd you like the story? <laughs> you got it, right? Yes. So again, I love doing these creative stories to help you remember the words and expressions. So you can do the same thing. You can also make creative stories, which will help you remember the words and expressions when you need them in a real situation. All right. Now I do want to remind you before you go, remember to join our family. The daily English lessons membership will help you with your English studies. This podcast episode helped you learn two new words and two new expressions, but the daily English lessons membership will help you every single day. I have lessons created just for you and I want you to start studying with me so you don't have to worry about searching for lessons anymore. All you have to do is go to www.letsjumprightin.com. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English. English.